1: Maryland State Senate President Mike Miller said that he plans to carry out his Senate responsibilities as he fights prostate cancer and undergoes chemotherapy during the state's legislative session. Miller, 76, said he would work as long as his health would allow and said, The issue should not be about me. The Senate should not be about me. It should be about the Senate and the great work we are going to do. In a statement released, he said that he had been experiencing significant back pain after hip and knee replacement surgery that never seemed to heal appropriately. He was diagnosed in July with prostate cancer and prescribed medication and physical therapy. And he said, despite these treatments, the pain did not subside. And on December 27th, I awoke with a sharp pain in my leg. After another series of tests at Hopkins, the oncologist informed me and my family that the prostate cancer could no longer be managed through the pharmaceuticals alone and that additional treatment would be necessary. Governor Larry Hogan released a statement saying that my heart goes out to President Miller on what I know must be one of the toughest days he's faced. I know firsthand how hard it is to receive a diagnosis like this, but I also know firsthand that Mike Miller has earned his place in Maryland's political history because he's a fighter who always gives it everything he's got, no matter how tough things get. Mike's tenacity, bravery and perseverance will ensure that he wins this battle and he has my full support. Yumi and I send our heartfelt prayers to Mike, his wife, Patty And his family during this difficult time. And we at ION Annapolis echo those sentiments to Senate President Mike Miller. Moving into the first day of the Maryland General Assembly, lawmakers got busy pitching ideas, including how to tackle education. State Senator Craig Zucker said one of his goals is to make Maryland schools number one again. That was bolstered by Montgomery County Executive Mark Elrich, who said he wants to see more money for pre K and said the county is in need of millions of dollars in capital investment. The county executive is looking for almost $800 million to handle a backlog of construction. State Delegate Julian Ivey from Prince George's County said the schools in his district are going to be unable to cover the costs called for in the Kerwin Commission report, which has been put off for a year. Ivey said, we're going to have to have some very tough conversations, and we will be looking for an infusion of as much as $4 billion in state money. And that was billion with a B. Ivy said one way to get there is to legalize marijuana and also to look at sports gambling. And he does expect both of those to come up in this year's session. Six words. Billy Joel, Camden Yards, July 26th. Yes, singer Billy Joel will perform live at Camden Yards this summer. It's the first concert to be ever held at Oriole Park at Camden Yards since it opened in 1992. Billy Joel will take the stage on July 26th. Tickets will go on sale January 18th, and I expect them to be sold out very, very quickly. Orioles Executive Vice President John Angelos expressed hope that Joel's show will be the, quote, first of many concerts at Camden Yards. Of course it will be, because God knows the team ain't drawing the crowds. All right, in shutdown news, the House passed two bills trying to reopen the government and the Senate. Notably, Mitch McConnell blocked both of them. McConnell said he will not consider any shutdown-related bills he doesn't believe Trump would sign, and he added that political stunts are not going to get us anywhere. More news on the wall. The Pentagon has begun preparing options for building a wall along the southern border in the event Trump declares a national emergency. If an agreement can't be reached, said Trump, probably I will do it. I would almost say definitely. We have plenty of funds if there's a national emergency. So the Pentagon is preparing for the White House to issue a national emergency. Trump's former lawyer, Michael Cohen, agreed to publicly testify in front of the House Oversight Committee about everything he knows that may be interesting must-see TV. Today is day 21 of the shutdown. This is now tied for the longest shutdown the government has ever seen. That is about it for the top news today. It is Friday, so we've got a list of things that you should probably consider doing this weekend because we've got some fun things up on tap. And also, we have George Young with your local DMV weather forecast and, spoiler alert, It's a snowy one.
0: Join Anne Arundel Medical Center Foundation on Saturday, April 27th, 2019 at our Denim and Diamonds Bash in Annapolis. Denim and Diamonds is a fun evening under the stars, featuring fabulous cuisine and gourmet food trucks, live and silent auction, and a live band. Last year, AAMC cared for more than 2,000 patients in our emergency departments suffering from mental illness or addiction. Help us expand much-needed inpatient and outpatient programs and services for your community. For tickets and sponsor Visit AAMC Special thanks to our platinum sponsors, AAMC Medical Staff, the Chesapeake Bayhawks, Comcast, the Evan K. Thallenberg family, What's Up Media, and WRNR. Going out, you need the most up-to-date local weather. Here's George Young from DMV Weather in Annapolis with today's forecast.
2: Hey everyone, this is George with DMD Weather, and this is your Ion Annapolis Daily News Brief forecast for Friday, January 11th. Less wind out there today than yesterday, but still breezy and cold with temps this morning in the 20s and afternoon highs later today, 35 to 42 degrees in the afternoon, though there should be considerable sunshine much of the day. From there, clouds move in late tonight and through the morning hours of Saturday as a storm approaches the region from the southwest, ultimately bringing light to sometimes moderate snow to the Annapolis area in the p.m. hours Saturday, most likely in the later hours of the day into the overnight hours, with snow lasting off and on for much of Sunday with overall accumulations still expected to be in the 3 to 6-inch range with higher amounts expected south and southeast of D.C. and Annapolis as the storm moves by to the south, and generally stays on a progressive or fairly flat path off the coast and ultimately out to sea late Sunday or early Monday. Stay tuned for updates, of course, but expect some snow this weekend and look for an update to be released on Saturday morning on the Eye on Annapolis platform with one last update before the snow moves in. Okay, that's it for today. This is George Young of DMV Weather. Make it a great weekend out there. Enjoy the snow, however much falls, and be sure to be safe out there if out and about on the roadways. Also, be sure to download our free app on all of your devices from the Apple App Store or Google Play Store by searching for DC MDVA Weather. And follow us on Facebook and Twitter and on our website at dmvweather.com so you can get all the latest on this upcoming snowstorm and more so you can always stay weather-informed. Imagine your child saying, Guess what
1: I learned in school today?
2: At St. Andrews, it happens every day. We asked Emma and Lawson, why?
1: We grow winter greens in our garden to make smoothies. Second graders are the chicken checkers, and our eighth graders take care of our goats. Our classes are the perfect size, which means we get to know each other well, and our teachers know us. They're great. Visit St. Andrews Day School's open house on Friday, January 18th from 9 to
2: 11 a.m. Or call
1: 410 266 952 for a tour.
0: Every weekend there's something exciting going on in the Annapolis area. Be sure to visit ionanapolis.net to sign up for a newsletter highlighting all the weekend events. Here are our top picks for this weekend.
1: Thank God it's It is the weekend, and believe it or not, there is a little bit more to do this weekend than just football, but we'll get to that in a minute. Hey, this weekend is the last weekend of a play in a laundromat on Maryland Avenue. Yes, you heard that right. It's called The Accident Bear by Bob Bartlett. It's being performed in the laundromat on Maryland Avenue. The last two productions are tonight at 7.30. And tomorrow at 9 p.m. Obviously, because it's in a laundromat, tickets are a little bit tight. It's very limited seating. And you can get them in advance at bob-bartlett.com. And that's B-A-R-T-L-E-T-T. Kind of a funky, neat Maryland Avenue kind of thing going on there. Sliding into Sunday, if you're into photography and some scenic photography, uh, there is a free photo exhibition by Jake Batchelder, and that is being held at the Baywoods of Annapolis, which is the retirement community down on Bayfront Drive, which is right up there off of Edgewood Road in Annapolis. Starts at 2.30 p.m., and this is Jake's one-man show at Baywoods. Wonderful photos, mostly centered around the Chesapeake Bay and the flora and fauna with it. If you've been running around town for the last couple months, you've probably run across the painted violins. And this is a project put on by the Annapolis Symphony Orchestra, and they have given 10 violins to area artists to paint them in any way that they see fit. They're absolutely beautiful, they're stunning, they're whimsical, they're thought-provoking, and you're able to buy a raffle ticket to possibly win one of them. They are going to have the grand drawing on Sunday at 4 o'clock at Maryland Hall for the Creative Arts at 801 Chase Street. You will get a chance to see the violins there and purchase tickets at the last minute. But if you want to purchase a raffle ticket, you can do it online. You can go to com and that's W H A T S U P T I X. The proceeds of the raffle do go to the Annapolis Symphony Orchestra, a wonderful organization, a wonderful cause. And you may be going home with a stunning, one-of-a-kind piece of musical artwork. A little later on Sunday night at 5 o'clock, it is the Caliente Grills Acoustic Open Might Night. You can bring family and friends. It'll be lots of Annapolis talent there. And this has gotten to be wildly popular. I tried to go last time just for dinner on Sunday, and I couldn't find a parking spot. And sorry to say I ended up going someplace else, but it is wildly popular. starts at 5 p.m., and usually around 8 o'clock it wraps up, and they end up having a jam with all the people that did perform that evening. Surprisingly, their second room does have very good acoustics. I was very surprised at that when I heard that. Now, on to football. Sunday is the NFL Divisional Round. Saturday at 435, you have the Colts at the Chiefs in the AFC. At 815, it's the Cowgirls versus the Rams in the NFC. Sunday at 105, it's the Chargers at the Patriots at the AFC. And I really hope the Chargers win that one. And the big game that I am really conflicted on is Sunday at 440, where the Eagles take on the Saints in New Orleans. I am a longtime Saints fan. I am also a longtime Eagles fan probably been a Saints fan a little bit longer, but I do have Philadelphia roots. I do love the underdog. The Eagles have pulled off some incredible stunts from the Super Bowl last year throughout this season. Game four, they should never have been where they are now. They probably shouldn't have won that game last week, but somehow they pulled it off with a little bit of luck and a little bit of skill. I'm really conflicted, but because I don't have a Saints marching song here on the computer, let's just say...